welcome back to the 1-2 Kentucky Blue Podcast. I'm your host, Coach John Spurlock. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Today's episode is the second installment in our series called What Now? The overall concept of these episodes revolves around the transition our student-athletes go through when their competitive playing career is over and they want to continue working out, but they don't have a strength coach to tell them what to do and when to do it. So hopefully these episodes give those student athletes some guidance and perspective as they transition from elite level athletes to normal everyday citizens. Now with that being said, let's talk about my guest. My guest today is Cameron Scheidsock. Cam was a member of our volleyball team. She was a pivotal member in helping our Kentucky volleyball team win the 2020 National Championship. In this episode, you'll hear Cam talk through her workout schedule, some of the fitness classes she has taken, and we also talked through one of her goals of running a half marathon. Cam is one of my most favorite people in the world, and I always love talking to her, and I hope you enjoy our conversation. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. So, quick introduction of Cameron Scheitzok. You are a senior setter on our Kentucky volleyball team. You finished your career this past December. You're going to graduate in May, correct? Yes. What is your major? Kinesiology. Kinesiology and Health Promotions, KHP. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Best one there is. <laughs> What's your plans after May? What are you going to do? I think I know, but I'm not sure. I want to go to PA school. I want to be a PA. So graduate in May, and then um, the application actually opens in April, but I'll be applying after I get my degree. You know where you're applying to? UK is my number one. I would love to go to UK, um, but I am applying to like 15 different schools all across the nation, just wherever I can get in, because um, it's a pretty hard process and is pretty competitive. Is it? Well, I'm sure no matter what you'll do, you'll do great. Um, so I wanted to do an intro, and then I wanted to ask you this question, because I've been thinking about it for the past couple of days, and it will make sense when I ask you, but... A year and two days ago, our Kentucky volleyball team won the national championship. Does it feel like it's been a year? Does it feel like it's been less than a year, more than a year? What's your feelings on that? Yeah, I don't, I mean, I don't know. I just, (laughs) I mean, it doesn't, it feels like it was just yesterday because it's probably the best moment of my life. Um, we actually watched the Natty on YouTube um, at home the day we won it. And we were just thinking, oh my gosh, like if we could just go back in that moment, we would in a heartbeat just to feel everything again. Like it was, it was unreal. I don't know. Time has flown by, especially with like a senior season right after that. But it also feels like it was just yesterday. See, I'm the opposite. I feel like it's been two years, but then as I think about it, it was the 2020 championship, but we played it in April of 2021. So I think in my mind, the math just screws me up. But yeah. I saw Kendall Paris posted on Instagram that goes, feels like yesterday. I was like, oh, man, for me, it feels like it's been two years. <laughs> but I was wondering how it felt for you. because yeah, yeah, it's a little bit of both. Yeah. Yeah. But Getting into our topic at can, the first thing I wanted to ask you was about your workout schedule. Now, this is the first time in your uh, time at Kentucky where I haven't been the one that has told you when you're going to work out, what you're going to do. 
but what has your personal workout schedule looked like this spring semester when you haven't been under my umbrella as me being your strength coach? Yeah, it's been different to say the least. I miss it. (laughs) But um, I have been trying to do Monday, Wednesday, Friday is a cardio based along with a core component and possibly like a functional strength circuit. Um, Tuesdays and Thursdays are pretty heavy duty lifting days. Um, More dumbbell work than barbell. I really kind of stepped away from the barbell just for a little bit. And then um, Saturdays, I love to do like an Orange Theory mock situation. So Orange Theory is basically a 60-minute workout where it's 20 minutes running, 20 minutes rowing, 20 minutes strength. So I'll try to incorporate 20 minutes of strength, 20-minute hit, and then a fun 20-minute cardio or uh, mobility or functional, just something to fill that gap. And then usually Sundays are just complete rest days, whether that's a little walk or hot yoga in the morning. Um, It really just depends. It varies, but definitely try to be the best at resting on Sundays. I think one of the biggest complaints, and I don't think this was from you, but, you know, a lot of the times when you're a college athlete, you got a lot going on. You got classes, you got practice, you got tutors, you got, you know, you know, homework. So typically we're working out early in the morning. Have you stuck to that because you like it or have you been going in the afternoons? What time of days have you been working out? Yeah, I think I was actually thinking about that because we did do mornings and I loved morning workouts because it starts my day off right. I feel sharp during my day. I just, I feel like I'm more with it. Um, and usually I'll come home around like five, five thirty from work. And I have tried this 6 PM workout and it is not for me. I just don't feel like I'm performing my best. I'm tired. I'm thinking about dinner. <laughs> so the early, the early morning workouts have been really well, been working really well for me. Um, I've been trying to do 6 30, 6 30 or 7. Um, trying Eight, to maximize right? that. Eight, yes, yeah. 6 30 yeah. or 7 a.m. Trying to maximize that time frame. Um, sometimes it works. Sometimes this news button gets the best of me. So that kind of plays into the whole accountability piece because, you know, you had to show up for workouts, but this is now on me if I don't. So, but definitely have realized I am a morning person. Love it in the morning. Love to work out in the morning and start my day off with it. So if you do work out at six or seven, six thirty or seven, what time are you actually waking up? I set my clothes out the night before, so I'm not even worried about that. Yep. I usually need a cup of joe before. Yeah. Um, and I want to get at least 32 ounces in me before I start working out. Cause so I wake up, you know, you wake up dehydrated, so you want to replenish that. So it's about a 30 minute window prior to my workout. That would be the ideal time. Um, sometimes it's a 10 minute workout. Sometimes it's a 10 minute time frame between when I wake up and I'm starting my workout. Yep. Um, but ideally it would be 30 minutes. Gotcha. So you mentioned it a second ago, but the accountability piece, when you were a student athlete, you had to be at workouts or mm-hmm. you just weren't going to be able to be on the team. So the mornings that it's tough to wake up and you want to hit the snooze button, what gets you up in the morning to actually 
you drink your coffee and then actually get moving with your workout. Yeah, I think this semester with that accountability piece, it has become noticeable that to me, movement is medicine. It is a pivotal piece of my day and it's a necessary piece. It's like a non-negotiable. Um, so with that, I know if I don't do it, I'm not my best. I'm not performing my best. I don't feel my best. And that bleeds into other areas within my life. I also think the competitive nature of just being on a team for the past four years has been that, you know, I'm trying to be better than I was yesterday and be the best person, whether that's for PA school, whether that's, um, you know, best person for me, for my health and everything. So it's kind of that competitive motivator. And at the end of the day, like I would regret more not working out than being tired because I got up early. So it's kind of just putting that on myself and it's ultimately my decision and I'm the one who needs to make the decision to get up. So awesome, Cam. Um, Now, outside of the schedule, and you kind of talked about it a little bit, but what type of stuff, what type of exercise fitness have you been doing? Mm, Yes. So when I went home for break, I kind of wanted to try a few different things. Um, I tried kickboxing at like a for real martial art place. Did you like it? It was insane. I mean, my arms, I also did upper body and earlier that day and did like a three mile walk. So I was literally shaking. I couldn't stop shaking after, (laughs) but I loved it. I was like, this is amazing. The heart rate was through the roof. It was so dang fun. I was probably one of two girls and I loved it. Um, And then I've tapped in a little bit into running. I love, I wrote a goal that I want to run a marathon this year. That is a big goal. So I've scratched it to half a marathon by January. We shall see. I'll be really mad if I don't finish it. So I need to do it. But um, I've also done some box to beat. So I bought a membership at Cycle U. It's a local studio in Lexington. And they have a variety of um, exercises, whether that's box to box to beat or it's a cycle or a bar class. I did not know bar could be that bad. Like my muscles were strained after yeah. bar. It is a good class. So really I've done a lot. Um, and I really liked it all. There's nothing that I've walked away from or not done. I've done CrossFit. That was so fun with my roommate, Allie. Um, very competitive. I love it. Um, Orange Theory with my roommate, Tharp. So I've really done a variety of stuff and there's really nothing that I've walked away from that I didn't like. Um, so this is one thing I wrote down in the notes I sent you, but you know, student athletes, when you're in college, one of the, the benefits you have is a strength coach, an athletic trainer, somebody that's telling you what to do. It's at no cost to you, but it seems like you are taking a lot of classes and signed up for a lot financially. Is that doable? Or is it like, are you just doing like the, Hey, first month's free. Yeah. Yeah. So there's actually an app that we have downloaded. It's called mind body. Mm -hmm. And I'm pretty sure it's an app that like synchronizes with all studios within Lexington, like a certain mile radius. And there are certain classes that have an intro level um, fee or a beginner's class or first times free situation. So I have tried 
multiple yoga studios with that first level intro. And then actually cycle you, they had the first ride is free for like a 45 minute cycle class. So I did that. And I actually ended up getting the student discount to buy their membership over the summer. Um, so really just utilizing those first classes free yep. has really been the go-to. So the things you have signed up for the kickboxing, uh, the CrossFit, you have, you've enjoyed that. And that was one thing that. In a previous episode, Coach Jones and Coach Frent were talking about that, where it's no matter what you do, you just got to make sure you enjoy it. Has there been anything that you signed up for that you're like, yeah, that's that's not for Cam? Honestly, no. I really have enjoyed anything that I've done. Um, I, I've enjoyed it all. It's just maybe it might be like, for instance, in the bar class. I, I love competition. And so we're kind of just like all sitting there doing your exercises. Like I want the competition in CrossFit, like a timer's on the clock, how many rounds I'm beating you situation. Um, I like that. I like the competition. So I would lean more towards, I need that in my classes in my workout classes to get the full potential of it. Um, but there's nothing that I've done that I've walked away from and been like, I'm not going to sign up again for that. Yep. I think they've all been great for me. So outside of you know, your workouts. I think one thing that student athletes that are just getting out of their competitive career don't realize is possibly the adjustments you have to make on the nutrition side and fueling your body. How yeah. is that then? Yeah, that <laughs> has been interesting, especially as a diabetic. Um, I had to alter my whole lifestyle and everything, my eating times, everything to fit practice or when we're on the road and, um, to do when you come off the bus and you have a practice, just like it was a total lifestyle change for me. And then to kind of go from that intense schedule to kind of more normal, more eat when, you know, you're hungry, you don't need to fuel for a match. You don't need to fuel for two hour and a half, two hour practice, um, plus a workout. It's been, it's been nice. It's kind of been a breather. It's been different, but it's been nice. Um, definitely making sure, like, I want to make sure I'm keeping my muscles. So protein, making sure I'm getting well-balanced um, protein, unsaturated fats, also carbs. Um, hydrating has been really huge. I know it was really easy to be like, okay, I'm going to drink, you know, four of these 32 ounces a day because I have practice and everything. And sometimes it gets a little difficult when, you know, you're at work and it's not really, you don't really have time to chug a 32 ounce water bottle. Yeah. So kind of just adjustments of that and, um, in the normalcy of that, but still making sure the balance is there, like the proteins, the carbs and the fats of everything. Let's go back to your half marathon. So the goal originally was a marathon <laughs> and then a half marathon. Yeah. I know you, you had shin issues when you played. How do, how do those feel yeah. right now? They feel good. Okay. They feel good. Yeah. I've been doing double unders. So good. they feel good. I know. I think back to that one time, the first workout when I could not do a double unders and it was either, you know, you do, what was it like a hundred or 50 double unders or you do a hundred regular yeah. jump ropes, but then you didn't qualify for like the top three. And I was like, yeah. I'm not doing that. I need to do the double unders. Are you getting <laughs> good? I've gotten better at them. Okay, good. So what have you been doing? So you got, so it's April now, you want to run a half by January. You got some time, but what have you been doing to prep yourself for that? 
anything yeah. specific to running? <laughs> I have tried to do, I honestly have not done anything more than, well, when I was home, I did around six miles, but I alternated between like running two, walk one, running two, walk one. So if I were to complete, when I actually complete a half marathon, it's going to be that alternating yep. situation. Um, so really, if I ever run, it's only two-ish, a little over two miles. Um, I haven't been good about it, I will say, but it is something, you know, when you put it down on your list, you're like, I'm going to cross it off. So yep. when the time comes, <laughs> probably more in the summer, I will hone in on it. Yeah, that's a big thing too. Once, I mean, the weather's been so crappy here. So now that yeah. the weather's starting to become nicer, it's going to be easier to get outside and go for a run, go for a jog. Um, I also think I ran a marathon. It was years ago. It was 2009. I ran the Cincinnati no marathon, but I went from competing in the sport of weightlifting. And I've been doing that for a handful of years. So I competed in a competition. I think it was late December did that. And I was like, you know what? I need to switch it up a little bit. I'm going to run a marathon in May. So I had six months to train for a marathon and it was Holy a crap. Cincinnati marathon, which I didn't realize at the time is just crazy hilly and Lexington is relatively flat. So, <sighs> you know, running long days on Saturday, I was doing like 16, 18, 20 miles around Lexington. It, it mm. was miserable because I didn't go about it the right way. I went from a strength power sport to this event that is just total endurance. Didn't allow my body enough time to adjust. Uh, it is one of those things I'm able to, I check off the list as right. of now more than it's 12 years later, 13 years later, whatever it is, I do not plan on doing another one. But I also went from, like I said, strength power sport to a marathon, I should have done a 5k. Then I should mm -hmm. have done, you know, the next step up. Then I should have done a half and then worked up to a marathon. So my advice to you there is, I think you're going to be fit enough, no matter what you do to get through it. If that's your goal, a half, right? But just make sure you sign up for a 5k, donate yeah. 20 bucks to some cause yes. miles in that way. Because me jumping into the marathon was just, oh my goodness. It was just a shock to my system. What was your mentality? Like start, start time to finish. Like how were you during that? It was, I wanted to finish that. My goal was to finish. I didn't have a time. I can't even remember what time uh, I crossed that, crossed that, but it was, I got six miles in and the whole like the first I want to say 10 miles of the race there's people lining the streets and they're cheering you on and then uh, like yeah. mile 10 to mile 20 it's like you're there with your thoughts that was Dang. 2009 so it's not like I had a phone with me that had you know Spotify or you know Amazon music I just had the same playlist that might have been you know 20 to 30 songs that was just oh my gosh. over and over and over again. It was, and that's <laughs> right when the hills hit too. And it was, it was pretty miserable in the moment. Oh my gosh. Yes. Did you ever have to, did you just keep going or did you walk? Like, I feel like nobody talks about that. Went to the bathroom a couple times, but other than that, yeah, just slow, steady pace.
slow, steady pace. Dang. Wow. Yep. That's insane. Yeah. I know. I'm, I'm, I think I could do it. I think I have this thought that I need to keep a nine minute pace, which is beyond me. Yeah. So I, I don't know what the minimum is, but I just want to finish and I just want the medal. <laughs> yeah. You finish. Here's the thing for the first time finish. And then right. you feel like, you know what? I felt like I could have gone faster or I feel like my mm-hmm. pace was at, you know, 11 minute mile pace. I want to get that down to a 10, but you got to take it right. in steps. Got to take it in steps. Yeah. Yeah. I need to hone in on that, but I will definitely do that. Sign up for runs before yeah. completing that. Cam, do you have any questions for me? So besides, you know, running a marathon, is there any <laughs> advice I could help you out with, <laughs> with your personal workout? Cause I don't see you as much as I usually did. So I know. We can see each other literally four or five times a week. Uh, you and I would always have great conversations about what we got going on with our goals for the goals, semester yeah. of the year. What, what can oh I help God. you out with right now that you have my ear and you're on my podcast? <laughs> I think one of the things for me is adjusting to this. It's almost like a nine to five situation where, you know, you really, that's your time spent at work or studying and it's either 6 a.m. you're working out or 6 p.m. And the 6 p.m. does not work for me. So 6 a.m. it is. And I want to, I want to know, like, how can I optimize that 30 to 45 minute window the best, whether that's just kind of like picking your brain of how you would plan a workout to optimize that window. Are you thinking, cause right now my thought process is for instance, with a heavy leg day on Tuesday, I'm thinking I'm going to do like a posterior anterior situation. So uh, if I work the quads then I'm going to work the hammies on the next exercise. And it almost becomes like, I'm overloading my lower extremity on Tuesdays. And I don't know if that's the best way to go about that. So it's kind of like, what would be your thought process to optimize the 30 to 45 minute time frame um, in regards to planning a strength? And you can do like, for example, like planning lower body. Yeah. So I think the best thing you've done is you have a schedule, you have a plan. I think mm-hmm. too many people rely on their wake up in the morning. Am I motivated or am I not? And motivation's a feeling. It might not be there in the morning. It might be there in the morning, but you have to have the discipline to know that when your alarm clock goes off, you're not hitting snooze, you're getting up, you're drinking your coffee, you're going through your routine. Um, But with that, you know, what you're, and I'll, I'll get to more specifically what you're talking about in a second, but just know that your plan can change. So if you are doing what you're doing on leg day on Tuesday and your legs are just smashed, maybe mm-hmm. know you need to maybe back off a little bit, you know, every other week and maybe not crush yourself um, as much as you did the previous week. So you can have a solid workout on Wednesday as well. Right. Uh, so making those small adjustments, I think are key understanding as well that you know, what you're doing in April of 2022 might look a lot different than what you're doing in May because you're going to be done with classes. Um, your okay. schedule might be freed up a little bit. So being able to make some small tweaks, still having your discipline, but make those small tweaks is going to be able to allow you to able be able to maximize that 45 minutes that you do have to work out. 
Um, right. I would say if you do have that short, that short time block, you got to be efficient with your warm up to make sure that you're getting warmed up. You're not rushing through it, but you're also not, um, you know, lollygagging around and wasting time. Um, then best bang for your buck movement. So if you are really just focusing in on your hamstrings for one movement, and then you feel like you got to do another movement for your quads, could you, you know, pick a movement that's going to be able to, you know, hit your entire lower body or majority of what you want to hit instead of having those two separate exercises that are isolating those muscle groups that might cause more soreness than um, what your body can handle at that moment. Does that mm -hmm. make sense? Yes, so it does. Big difference yeah. between doing like, you know, RDLs and physio ball hamstring curls and then, you know, something specific for your quads. Could you, you know, really just throw in some step ups and some lunges and things like that that are going to be a better bang for your buck? I gotcha. Yeah, that makes more sense. Yeah, definitely. But I think you're ahead of the so ahead of the curve because you do have a plan. You are very disciplined. Um, you know, being a kinesiology major, a lot of this stuff makes sense for you as, a, yeah. as opposed to somebody that's, I don't know, uh, in speech pathology or in business, they might not have the experience with the coursework that you had to take to take what you did with me when you're on the volleyball team and be able to come up with your own program for yourself. Yeah, no, I was literally talking about that to somebody else. Like, similar to how Craig says in volleyball, you know, we want you guys to leave here and be able to go coach a team, be able to go run a practice. That is how I feel not only with volleyball, but with working out. Like I enjoy writing my own workouts, um, just planning it out the night before and having fun with it and knowing, okay, if I'm going to, you know, exercise this muscle group, then I'm going to do this one. And this is how it's going to be structured. I feel equipped with the knowledge to do so, which is, it's fun. And it's also like, this is pretty cool, you know, and to be able to share that. I mean, roommates, my roommates will do it with me or, you know, Brez hops in. So it's really fun. And it's really awesome to be able to do that. Yeah. How Starp's oh. workouts going? Good. Yeah. Starp is doing great. She is an orange theory queen. She oh yeah. Rushed it. She's doing great. She loves it. She's super competitive, loves the leaderboard and everything. Love Those it. leaderboards, man. They get the best of you. You're this like, I gotta be number one. Oh yeah. <laughs> I was gonna ask you, you got a Peloton though, right? <laughs> yes. Are you, how's that going? So good. So good. I love it. There's actually an instructor. Her name's Robin. Uh -huh. And she is a type one diabetic. And she is just amazing. She was a lawyer before. She's run, I'm pretty sure she's ran like 27 marathons. She is just a boss and it's so motivating. I mean, she's just amazing. She's like, I don't feel sorry for you. Like her, she's like, you are on this ride for a reason. Time to own it. Everything. She gets me motivated and ready to rumble. She's great. Especially at like a 6 30 AM situation. That's awesome. Perfect. That's yeah. awesome. It's well, been Cam, great. I really love it. I appreciate you hopping on here with me. Thank you for your time. Thank you. This is fun. Yeah. You're the best. Thanks, Fur. You're the best, Cam. I think your insight and people that are going to be in your shoes, what 
graduating seniors, done with their competitive career, I think they can take a lot from the things that you have established for yourself. So just like you were a great role model for our young volleyball players that were on our team, you're a great role model for anybody that is looking to add some discipline to their lives so they can continue to work out, continue to um, become the best version of themselves and establish that discipline. Thank you, sir. That's awesome. Thank you. I appreciate that. You're welcome, Cam. To all of our listeners out there, just like always, if you have any questions or comments for us, don't hesitate to reach out to us at ukstrength at uky.edu. Thanks and go Cats. Go Cats. Go Cats. (laughs) Ha, ha, ha.